Episode 39, Meet the Greater Series with Sean from Card Boss. All right, I think we are live. Welcome to what I think will be episode 39 of The Card Diary by Hobby S. Thompson. I'm your host, Denny Cards, a jack of all trades, master of none, maybe even uncle or funkle in this hobby space we like to simply call the hobby. And as I like to paraphrase Jay-Z, you could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're here with me. And so thank you so much for doing so. However, you're not here just with me today. We have a very special guest for this continuing mini series of Meet the Greater. Today, I do not have a grader per se. I don't have someone in a grading company per se. But when you think of someone in the grading space, uh, it's it's a very big space. And you know, this company and this person, very new to me. Uh, it is a company that does pre-grading assessments via an app on your phone. And so I would like to welcome Sean. <laughs> I totally, why did I brain fart right before I said your name? I would like to welcome Sean to the pod. Welcome, Sean. Thank you for, uh, thank you for having me. I mean, it's, uh, it's exciting. I'm glad we were able to, to put this together. You know, I'm, I'm not editing that. I'm just keeping it the way it is. <laughs> life, life is full of brain farts and uh, miss, missteps and miss, uh, things when you're not speaking well, like I am just now. But uh, thank you for being here. Um, so here's the thing, like, uh, you know, I, I like to have a little bit of pre-recorded, you know, uh, like a call or like a little chat that we have. You told me a little bit about yourself, found out about your app recently, you know, we've been talking on DMs and I'm just fascinated by what you're providing because I think that, you know, anything that we can do to help uh, the, the general public with grading, I think it's great. So uh, what I would like to do, I guess maybe first is ask you kind of like a general overview of your company. And then I would love to get to know you more as a person and then we can get more into the company itself. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, so to start, I guess, kind of with Card Boss, uh, you know, there was, I had sent some cards in to get graded. Um, and, and the grade that I was anticipating or expected to get back did, didn't, didn't happen. So, um, you know, I, I, then I went to, I ended up going to Amazon and buying like this little 12 or $15 grading tool. And it was like a measuring, a measuring chart with a pair of jeweler loops, et cetera. And that, that didn't really seem to help my outcomes either. Um, so I actually, uh, it was just kind of, you know, fortunate luck. Um, I stumbled upon, this has been a couple of years ago, a uh, year and a half, two years ago now, um, a website that was Card Boss's website. Um, and it was the only company that I found that was doing any type of virtual AI, digital grading, um, you know, as a screening tool. Uh, so... I dove into it and, and used it quite a bit and sent a bunch of cards into, at the time it was PSA. Um, since then, we've obviously done a ton of tests with SGC and Beckett. Um, anyway, so, so I, I pre-screened 11 cards with the Card Boss app or at the time with the Card Boss website, sent them in to, to PSA, waited my three months, got, the, got those cards back and 10 of the 11 came back with the same grade. Um, that card boss had said, you know, that it was going to get. 
one, the grid that didn't, it came off. It was one number off. I think card boss gave it uh, an eight and, or I'm sorry, PSA gave it an eight card boss gave it a nine. So, you know, I thought 10 of 11 was good. I did a little bit more research, you know, more cards, et cetera, using, using the website. And so finally, I, I just, I actually reached out to the contact us on the website. And at the time, card boss, totally different company, totally di different logo. Um, it really wasn't a business. It was just more of this, this technology that was available, um, very, very obscure technology that was available. Um, and come to find out the lady actually that, that, um, had the patent and, and, and started the company lives like 20 minutes from my house. Um, so at that point I was like, all right, Hey, I can't not ask you to meet with me. Um, I'd actually in the background been trying to put together, uh, you know, a team to build something just like card boss, um, I just got lucky and, 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 and found Card Boss and, and she happened to live close to me. The time was right um, for her to, to, to sell the business and the time was right for me to buy the business. So, you know, it came together um, you know, pretty quickly. So in the last year specifically, um, we've spent or, you know, me and even a couple of other folks have spent a ton of time and, you know, put a lot of money and time and effort into, you know, not only refining the you know, the, the technology, but also building a brand and trying to build the company and getting a new logo and, and putting together an app. We, we talked to a bunch of people, a bunch of current users at the time, although there wasn't at, at the time, there wasn't very many. Um, I worked with a bunch of just, you know, folks in the hobby that had cards and wanted to grade them and see if, you know, card boss worked. Um, and they were, we were getting the grades back that, that we, what we wanted. Um, but the process was a little bit clunky. Uh, using the website. So we, you know, invested in, in, in putting together an app. So the mobile app is available on, you know, for your, your, your iPhone, Android. So, you know, Apple, Google play, et cetera. Um, so that's, that's kind of how, how card boss started. I, I feel like there's, you know, and, and there still probably is, I mean, we have, we have a ton of opportunity to grow certainly, um, you know, there's a need for folks to be able to, to, to get a better idea of, of the grade they should expect um, after they send their card to get, to get, you know, graded by, you know, one of the traditional kind of slab and grade companies. Wow. So that, this is really cool. I had no clue that this lady lived 20 minutes from your house. Um, yeah. and, uh, I know you mentioned this to me before we press record, but, uh, you are based out of where again? Columbus, Ohio. Awesome. So is, I, I don't know, is this, was that, was this individual still in Columbus or like a near nearby town or city or is it? Yeah. She, I mean, I, I live in, in like a Northwest suburb of Columbus mm -hmm. and she lives one suburb over. I mean, gotcha. it's, it's probably eight miles away. It's just, you know, 20 or 25 minute drive. Gotcha. Away. The reason I asked that is, I mean, I feel so bad. I don't know much about the Midwest. Like if someone told me find, uh, Cincinnati, Dayton, Columbus, Cleveland, I would be like throwing darts at a, at, you know, at a board. I would, I, I, I feel really bad, but I, I can't, I can't yeah. make those uh, places out. So I, I do apologize. I'm such so a Columbus is right in the center of the state. Gotcha. So, so as you can see, I've got Ohio state stuff behind me. So it's, uh, Columbus is where Ohio state is. That's, that's, well, how most that, I, that I definitely know. Uh, I know two things. Uh, Jenny's ice cream. Love my Jenny's. Yeah. And uh, you and I have a shared love and potentially hate relationship with Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Are you, are you a Florida guy? Or Florida you? Gator. You know, he did some amazing stuff for the program. Uh, you know, I watched Swamp Kings on Netflix. Uh, just it was a magical run right after I, I had graduated from college that I did miss out on those championship years. But I mean, he he comes in like a hurricane and he leaves like a hurricane, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, he's probably feel the same way. Right. Like, the, you know, the, the results are great. Um, but yeah, has certainly been a, a rough ride for our boy urban here in the last, uh, you know, three, four, five years. So, so what a wild ride. Can't definitely can't say that he's uh boring or not, you know, <laughs> I watch, I actually watched swamp Kings as well. Um, nice. I think they kind of let Florida off the hook. They didn't, yeah, talk, they sure did. <laughs> they didn't talk too much about, you know, all of the issues off the field. If you notice, like you could see. Cam Newton was like in the background of one of the, one of the, you know, mm-hmm. kind of practices or whatever. They didn't mm-hmm. even mention him getting kicked off the team. Obviously didn't touch the Aaron Hernandez thing one bit. Um, so yeah, but, but Hey man, look, they uh, on the field, the results were, were great. I mean, this is when I would just want to immediately deflect from Cam Newton, taking laptops at from student dorm rooms to Jameis Winston, stealing crab legs. Uh, I think laptops <laughs> might have, I don't even know what, uh, he was doing with those. I mean, you know, I'm sure, I don't know. I mean, was Jameis, was he trying to sell them or eat them? I don't know. But anyway, that's, that's when I immediately go into, uh, immediately attacking the state rival Florida state. <laughs> well, the good news is with NIL, there'll be no more stealing of crab legs or, or stealing of laptops. Cause now all the kids have a bunch of money. You, you would like to think, and let's, let's hope that is the case. <laughs> so, wow. So uh, definitely college town. I mean, I, I think that's not a, it's an okay thing to say. Columbus is a college town. Yeah. I would say really, really big, robust, big college, college town. town. Gotcha. So did you grow? So we before we get more into uh, the app and I mean, I have so many questions about that. I, you know, I did want to kind yeah. of get to know you more as well, since we're on yeah. subject about, you yeah. know, Columbus, Ohio and all that. Did you grow up in Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from Columbus. I used to live like one block over from the original Jenny's ice cream, which oh you would love. <laughs> so, oh. um, yeah, I went to Ohio State, graduated from Ohio State. So, yeah, you could I think you could definitely safely say I'm a Buckeye. That is, oh man, you are like born and bred as a Buckeye. That's awesome. So I got to ask you, before, um, I will share mine first and then I got to ask you. Brambleberry Crisp is, there's nothing like it in other ice cream company, you know, in the frozen food aisle. Uh, what is your favorite Jenny's ice cream flavor? Probably, I mean, literally probably all of them. Like I'll eat anything as far as from an ice cream perspective. I bet you I've had every single flavor three different times well you can't have ben and jerry's though right because they're they're the rival penn state with the uh, they are penn state i mean i'll eat ben and jerry's as well i don't discriminate there's a there's a graders if you've ever heard of graders there's a graders graders yeah not, not g-r-a-d-e-r-s but g-r-a-e-t-r-s i know it's not like great yeah, graders right. yeah you got it yeah um, also also solid ice cream Oh my gosh, I'm getting so hungry. This is not good. Uh, I have quite the sweet tooth that I need to get rid of. You must work out a lot. I mean, because again, for the people who are in audio only, you won't see this, but you seem like a very uh, well put together individual who does not eat any ice cream. Uh, dude, I eat my, I mean, I do, I work out a lot. I do like a lot of cardio. Um, okay. But yeah, I eat like an animal. So uh, I just, but I, <laughs> 
I, I, so it's like, if, if I don't work out, then I don't know what would happen. So yeah, I, uh, I do. I, I eat a lot. Oh man. I, 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 I guess I just need to work out more. I mean, that's, go, that's go, just, I, I go to, I go to orange theory fitness. Have you ever heard of that? I, I have. And there's one that I just have not signed up to near my house. <laughs> if we, if we, I don't want to turn this into an orange theory podcast, but yeah. if you want to be able to sweat off some, some ice cream and bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what orange wow. theory is for. Oh, the bourbon. This uh, we're we're getting towards uh, a territory that's going to get me a little bit too um, a little bit reckless here. So let's. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't even want to get into the whole like we're going to have to talk offline. I'm like, what's your favorite? You know, bourbon and <laughs> you know, scotch and all that. So, uh, here's the thing. Um, you seem uh, like I, I love I love knowing this about you again. Um, OSU and. Uh, do you, how close are you to uh, actually? Uh, let's get it back to the hobby stuff, like Card Collector Two and his and his local card shop. Yeah, so probably it's like a thirty-five minute drive. So, okay. like, if you have Ohio State in the middle, I'm like a northwest suburb, and where Card Collector Two is like a southwestish. Southwestish, suburb. okay. And and yeah. what's your closest like uh, local card show? Like uh, I know there's some in that then that area. I, I apologize if these aren't close to you, but uh, you know like Shipshawana and and B Sports and all this stuff that I've heard. Yeah, those, those are probably an hour or two away. Um, there's there's a local card show that's at um, essentially at, at like the fairgrounds slash convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, they do every other week for seven or eight months of the year. I mean they probably have. 30 shows a year. Wow. I mean, it's actually, it's pretty well attended on a, on a, a bi-weekly basis. And I think in some months they only do like one a month, but I went to the national, yeah. um, you know, obviously some, and, and there's a couple of other card shows that I'm going to, I'm going to go to mm-hmm. um, before the year's up, but locally. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's probably just kind of the, a, a smallish local show. So you've set up as uh, like a car boss table uh, for those shows. No, we, I literally have um, oh. Dace who I think you, 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 spoke to a little bit. Yes. So I have, I have a partner that helps me with all of the social media and marketing and mm-hmm. things like that. Cause he actually works um, at, at a, one of the you know top two or three probably um, insurance companies in the country in mm. social media and marketing. Um, so he helps me with that for card boss. So him and I literally just went and, bootstrapped it, introduced ourselves to a bunch of people. Um, you know, we were able to have a, you know, multiple really, really good meetings. Um, so yeah, I was able to hook up with Jeff Wilson when I was there, he graded some cards, him and I are kind of going back and forth, trying to figure out what a potential next step would be. Um, uh, the guys from collects, I met with them. They have, um, you know, we've gone back and forth actually we just, I've had a couple of meetings with them. So, there's a potential fit there. Um, so yeah, it was really, you know, for, for me, it was more of, I wanted to be able to go and and be mobile and network, Mm -hmm. talk to people at night and talk to people, you know, at their booth or or grab somebody in the hallway type deal. So we just spent three days doing that. That's awesome. I I have no clue how we didn't meet up. It seems like you are doing a lot of networking. I was just kind of running around like a madman, just trying to meet a lot of people, say hi and, you know, finally meet, you know, people in person that I've got to only know via Instagram, but um, we, we will have to meet up in person next time for sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would love to make a trip down to a Midwest card show and card shop just to just kind of get a feel because I feel like, you know, with so many things 
uh, it's like everyone just keeps focusing on the East Coast and West Coast. And there's a great card show presence and card hobby community in, in the Midwest. And I hate to even say it like that because it clumps all these different states up and all these different personalities and characteristics yeah. of the states. But that's awesome. Yeah, that I think it's, that's a fair statement. I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's a ton going on in, in the Midwest. Um, yeah. So there's, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I've done some stuff with some local card shops and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been, uh, it, it's been good. You know, right now we're just, we're trying to, continue continue to grow the brand grow the subscriber base mm-hmm. um it's been cool the last couple of months we've had some you know i think uh, now we're over 200 we're, i think probably it's over 300 now i'd have to look last i looked it was like 285 subscribers okay um we have over 1400 downloads of the app now um so you know we, we've had some milestones that mm-hmm. that you know have been have been significant here in the last few months so you know, we're growing. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of slow, but steady. Um, it's been, you know, obviously I need to be, I'm funding the entire thing myself at this point. So I own mm-hmm. the whole company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you can only go so fast when, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the one that's, you know, doing the vast majority of the work and mm-hmm. funding the project myself. Gotcha. So I did get to download your app. I haven't used the service yet. Um, I, I look forward to using my one free card grading. Um, that's, mm-hmm. you know, for everyone. Uh, so can I just say, um, cause other people might have this question too. Like when I downloaded your app, it said like the owner developer was like relentless ventures. Is that the app developer or is that, is that your company? That's my company. So okay. relentless ventures is an LLC that, that, um, that I have, that I gotcha. own. Gotcha. And um, are these, gr- uh, so this is like a patented technology and I promise I'm not going to ask for the secret sauce and how you guys do all of this. Although yeah. I do want to get into like the four subgrades and what you all see and what you all look yeah. for. But so this is patented artificial intelligence grading technology, or do you guys have uh, human graders on the other end who kind of take a look at cards, you know, that uh, scans that people, you know, send, send through the app. Yeah. So there's, there's, it's AI. So it's, it's, an algorithm that when you submit a card, it goes through the algorithm. The algorithm will look at, you know, the four different subsets of the card and assign a grade to it. Um, and then there's, you know, kind of a number system that we have with each subgrades. Um, and we have a formula that, that will produce what your final grade would be. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, your app description did say uh, that it's patented AI technology, analyzes your cards with complete accuracy and consistency. We have a proven record for grading your cards at the same level as our competitors while taking the element of human error out of our grades. So I, I think that is what the app description said when I downloaded it. I wrote it yeah. down because I'm like, I wanted to yeah, kind of yeah. say it That's out cool. loud. Yep. So who would you – so so one one particular word that I, I honed in on was competitors. Who would you say – are your competitors or maybe even worded differently who are not your competitors? Cause, and the reason I asked that is I recently had um, Eddie from C3 grading on the president of C3 grading. And he was like, PSA is not our competitor because he was yeah. like, we're not even formula one. We're like formula two. Cause there's, you know, they're still so new as well. Yeah. So you know, how would you answer that question? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly about the verbiage that, that, um, that you just, you know, you read through. So, but, but I would say, I mean, as far as like, if those were the exact words, but um, we don't really have any competition either. I, I mean, PSA is certainly not, you know, competition. They don't even, they're not even at this point aware of card boss. I think, I think the goal, one of my goals for the company is 
for a PSA or an SGC or a Beckett um, to be aware of Card Boss and that we exist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're not, we don't slab the card. We don't take ownership of the card. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I don't, that's, that's a, there's, there's some giants in that space, right? Um, so our niche market is, hey, even if you're looking at, you know, I know there's, there's shops that you can go um, and drop your cards off and pay them a couple dollars a card and they'll look at the cards and pre-grade them and you come back and pick the cards up, um, you know, et cetera, like that type of a deal. Um, so I would say if we had to have a competitor, it might be somebody that is, you know, like a, a true pre-grader where all they're doing is looking at the cards um, and having somebody just, you know, give their opinion on, on what they see. Um, but yeah, so I, we don't have any direct competitors, um, you know, cause I think what we're doing is, is, is significantly different than, um, you even, you know, C3, like you mentioned, they're still slabbing the card, right? Like right. That's, that's not our, that's not what we're doing at all. We actually never even see the card. Gotcha. Wow. So, so before we get to the force upgrades that I want to talk to you about, uh, again, talked about this before we press record, but just to kind of share with the audience, what is being submitted to the app? Like you, you may not have a human grader at the end looking at the scans, but certainly you get the categories, you get the scans, you're able to, your app is able to catalog or uh, dis, uh, figure out, you know, whether a card is a baseball card, football card, Pokemon card. So what, what is being submitted to all of you? Yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, kind of like we talked about before, I would say 70% of the card, this is a guess, because again, I don't see, I see a very small percentage of the cards that actually come through. Okay, got it. So, um, but from, and, and the reason that I would see them would be like, if we're going back to look just out of curiosity or something, or if somebody had an issue, like, hey, I submitted, I submitted the card and, um, you know, the grade came back a little bit different um, than I was expecting. And the, the reason that you'll have that is a lot of times they're taking the pictures the wrong way. Um, so when somebody does, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to get out of my seat real quick so I can show this to you. Sure. Absolutely. Um, when somebody submit, when somebody creates an account, mm -hmm. um, we created the, I mean, this is just one of the other things we've done. We created these, this is a little grade board that we'll send mm -hmm. okay. and it provides instructions how to like properly and exactly grade the card or submit the card to be graded. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, long winded answer to say that, you know, from the cards that I do see, I would say 70% are sports cards, 30% are non-sports cards, and that 30% is is primarily dominated by Pokemon cards. Gotcha. And what about for the 70% of the sports cards? Is there like more football? Is everyone trying to kind of pre-grade before the before the regular season just started? I mean, certainly lately, yeah. I feel like in the last couple of months it's been a lot of football, but um you know, it's it, it's pretty balanced between football, baseball, basketball. We see some Formula One. Um, um, yeah, I mean, a little bit of hockey. We actually it's funny. We um, we uh, we went live in Canada uh, with the app because that's a different mm. process. You need to go over, you know, go through some you know, jump through some different hoops to do that. Mm. So anyway, so we did that. Um, and. 70% of the cards that we get from Canada. Cause I've gone and looked, cause I was just curious, like what are our Canadian friends? Mm -hmm. submitting? it's mostly. Yeah. Hockey. Yes. So, yeah. So you'll see a lot of hockey from Canada. So 
as you say that, I wanted to say uh, my current listenership, uh, and thank you for those of you who are listening, 80, 87% are from the United States, 11% from Canada, and then less than 1%, again, whether it's one person or two people, I have no clue, but I have listeners from Germany, Netherlands, Australia, Switzerland, France, Estonia, United Kingdom, and Indonesia. Yeah. The app is only available for US and Canada. Yes. Although I don't know how it happens. And I, I mean, there's there, I know we have a couple of subscribers from somewhere mm -hmm. um, in Europe. And I don't, I don't know, maybe they downloaded it while they were here. They changed Right. It. And they don't differentiate. Yeah. I totally know what whatever, you're whatever the case was, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's us and, and Canada at this point, once we're, I mean, obviously that's on the radar, right? Yeah. yeah. Once we're able to, and again, back to kind of me funding it in, in a perfect world, if I had somebody say, Hey, I, I believe in what you're doing. I want to invest, you know, X amount in your company and take a small mm -hmm. percentage to help you kind of speed up the process of everything. Those, yeah. are, those are things that I want to do. Uh, we're just not there yet. Got it. Uh, breaking news that just happened uh, yesterday that I saw on Instagram, because we're recording this uh, September 13th uh, for, for, for folks who like to know that kind of stuff. But Michael Rubin, he's going to be a shark in Shark Tank. I saw. I commented on that, actually. Yeah. So uh, what did you comment uh, somebody else, I, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody just, you know, they replied to it or commented like, Hey, I need to, I need to get myself on season 15 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like and, I, and I can't remember exactly. Yeah. I just replied and put like, you know, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I saw more than Tank every night. Like, yeah. I've no, it's the episode. It's so much fun. Uh, shout out to shark tank unofficial sponsor. <laughs> no, uh, Michael Rubin. You know, I, I, I always think about content when I see, when I consume content and one of the things I wanted to make, and maybe I'll have to do it before this goes, uh, before this is this podcast episode is published is like, you know, there's that Leo Nardo DiCaprio where he kind of like whistles a guy and like, Hey, Hey, look, oh, like, look. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. 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 I want to do that with Michael Rubin uh, on this on the screen where he's like the, the the face shot of him with the other sharks because I feel like a lot of us are going to be doing that in the hobby is I mean just I mean that's how we grow the hobby right just get into the zeitgeist get into the mainstream and what's right now more mainstream uh, you know from a pop cultural television standpoint than <laughs> Shark Tank which is is such a fun easy watch I mean just having it in the background and it's yeah it's a lot of fun of course Mark Cuban has a, a big presence in it too so yeah I love Shark it is it is an easy watch is a good way to put it yeah oh man Sean you're gonna be on Shark Tank uh, breaking <laughs> here Oh my gosh, get that application in. Oh, that's going to be so, that would be so awesome. Uh, I mean, none of us should be surprised if hobby, some hobby companies make it on there, right? I mean, you got, you got Ruben there, you know, hobby, sports, you know, just anything sports related. I mean, you, you got two sharks there who are deep into the sports world. And so I, I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we talked about uh, the company yourself. Um, I keep teasing the, for subgrades. So maybe we just get right into that. Um, I will share with you that when I see cards on Instagram and someone posts, Hey, what do you think my card's going to grade? I think a lot of people, well, again, I, I don't know what other people are doing, but what I like to do is I, I look at the photo and if I can help someone, I'll help them. So I'll zoom in. And of course, you know, who doesn't love to like comment on other people's cards? It's like half of hobby Instagram is just 
commenting and criticizing other people's collections. But I, I, I zoom in on the corners and edges and I feel like maybe I could see something and then I'll say if I see something white. And of course, it, it had it's it's very different from having the card in, in front of you. So centering surface edges, uh, centering corners, edges, I want to get to those. But the first the meaning that comes to my mind when I think about pre-graded assessments and like this uh, AI way of doing it, just submitting it through an app is surface. Yeah. Um, I would like to know, like, just from, you know, you as the, the owner of the company, like, how are you all able to identify surface issues with, with uh, Cardboss? Um, yeah, I would say that the, the, the surfaces, you can see on the grade report, uh, basically what Cardboss does without giving away the secret sauce, like you mentioned. Sure. Sure. is it changes the images for each subcategory. So you have edge, surface, centering, and corners. Mm -hmm. And it, it basically adjusts the image specific to that subcategory. Mm -hmm. um, so this, the, the, the image, and you could see it on any grade report, um, the image for the surface is, is done a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's... <sighs> It's uh, like I said, there's a patent and, and there's certain things that sure. we can't get into. Um, it's, it's the beauty of it is it's really not like if you knew what the true answer was, it's, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Got it. Yeah. Well, I guess that means we're just going to have to taste the sweet taste of Coca-Cola and, and not ask for the, uh, the trade formula that's hidden in the safe. Yeah. But, you know, it's really interesting. I had uh, Ryan from Gemrate uh, on my podcast earlier and he was yes, like... Sir. When it comes to artificial intelligence grading, all of these companies, all the you know, it's not like every single artificial intelligence company, uh, grading companies, is going to be calibrated the same way. You can adjust the levers as you want to get the you know to for your again secret sauce or for your own uh, for what you want your company to to be. And so yeah. I found that to be really interesting. And uh, he's a very smart individual. So I'll yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's been an interesting experience. Not. Not who you just referenced, but I had a, um, I, I would say a really, really influential person in the hobby that um, tried Card Boss and actually graded 20 cards and then sent them into PSA and 18 of the 20 came back with the exact same grade, right? Um, so that's 90%. We're right on. And, and interestingly enough, it was, you know, I, I figured that, hey, you know, I told him to expect 85 to 95%. He gets back 90%. And um, I really didn't even hear any, hear much from him. So I, you know, I, I don't know if it, maybe the hobby's not, you know, ready for it just quite yet mm -hmm. or, or like what people are, um, you know, specifically looking for. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been interesting. So 85 to 90%. Uh, I don't know if you call that accuracy rate, but you said that at least with that one person, that was like that, but you, you would say that again. You are you are by no means are saying yours is hundred percent or ninety nine point nine percent accurate, but you would say you would put it in in a high nineties. I, I would put it. At, I would put it at ninety percent. I think that's awesome. that's a fair number. Um, and there's a lot of variables that go into that equation. Mm -hmm. um, is it is Card Boss one hundred percent accurate all the time? No, but is is it reproducible? Is it, is it consistent one hundred percent of the time? Yes. Um, so part of the reason that, you know, the percentage is at 90 is there's times where, 
you know, we just, because we do take the human element out of it, mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's times where I feel like folks have submitted cards and, and they said, Hey, car boss gave this a 10 and, and I got it back from SGC or I got, specifically PSA. I, and I got it back from PSA and it was a nine. Yeah. Um, and the one that sticks out to me, cause I, you know, I don't know I didn't know, you know, really what to tell the, the subscriber. It was an upper deck Ken Griffey rookie card. Mm -hmm. And the thing was perfect. Like it was perfect. And, you know, so there's going to be times where if, I don't know. There's, there's folks out there that, you know, subscribe to the theory of, you know, kind of controlling the population on certain cards and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's, there's a, there's, it's, it's us, it's the graders. It's, you know, um, we don't know. I mean, taking out the human, human element, I think is, is, is critical because you're going to get a consistent non-biased grade every time. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, roughly 90% of the time when you submit your cards, it's going to come back with the same grade. No, that's awesome. Uh, you, I, what I want to respond to that is like with just basically my own opinion. And this is like just this is me taking off the the podcast interviewer hat and just more like me, you know, as a consumer and, and someone who just, you know, in and out of the hobby, just someone who's, you know, lived through things in life is I feel like so much of technology people are scared of until it actually works. And they they don't want to be early adopters because they want to see the the proof first. So. Uh, there used to be a time in not just America, but in the world where people were deathly afraid of elevators. They were like, I will not get into that thing. I can't go up these floors. I need I need someone to operate this for me. So we had elevator door uh, bell bellmen or I forget what they're even called. Yeah. Elevator operators and then cars. Right. Um, we're. Certainly, we like cars. You know, we're a huge car culture. We're probably the biggest car culture um, uh, country in the world. We're so deathly afraid of driverless cars. We're like, oh my gosh, I I can't do a driverless car. And then when we see an accident on the news, oh look at that 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 te that Tesla exploded. Or I mean, that's a battery issue, I guess. But you know, right. they 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 hit someone on the road, and it's so sad. But it's like the error rate for a driverless car is significantly less. And I don't have the percentages in front of me, but it's significantly less than like a human driver who's distracted by the radio, things on the phone and, you know, just impaired driving and all that. And so I think that the, when the, the driverless car gets in trouble, it's just made into such bigger news because it's like, oh, look at that. Watch out. That's scary. Yeah. But I think it's just inevitable driverless cars. I can't, I mean, I have two young kids. I can't wait for these driverless cars to come. So they don't try <laughs> by themselves on the road. I can't wait. Uh, if, um, if, I'll take kids Uber as well. Can we get a kid's oh, yeah. Uber? <laughs> yes. Yes. Get them in Ubers, you know, no, it's, but similar to what you're saying, you know, specifically for, for me, um, my background is medical device. So I've worked for multiple medical device startup companies here in the last call, like 15, 20 years. Um, and all of those startup companies have been new technology, um, new procedures, new way to do the procedures. So I've seen that firsthand, um, you know, in, in, in the hospital segment with physicians and doctors that are the early adopters that are like, Hey, I want to try it. I think it's cool. I like the idea. And then you start getting the, you know, the wave of most people where it's like, okay, now that there's been a handful of folks that have proven that technology works and I can do this procedure effectively. It's safe. It doesn't take me forever. The learning curve's not horrible. They kind of let those people do the, 
do the dirty work in, in the med device space. And then the rest of them, you know, will, will join after like intuitive surgical. I don't know if you've heard of that mm. or heard of them. I I've never worked for intuitive surgical. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest robotic company in, in the world for, you know, the medical device space. Um, and back when they got started, I mean, they've gone from, you know, no hospitals having, having, uh, you know, Da Vinci robots in them to now every hospital of substance has at least one Da Vinci robot in it. And that's only been over the course of probably 20 years. My wife loves Grey's Anatomy, and I'm just trying to figure out this new TV series where it's like Grey's Anatomy with robot AI, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, uh, robots having uh, having romantic relationships. Sorry, yeah. my mind just went completely like, wow, you know, that's that's fascinating. Gray, so they're called Grey's, da Vinci. Grey's Anatomy showed the they they used that shows all right, but they had Da Vinci robots in there. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're called the venture. Okay. See, I'm going to have to talk to my wife. About That's that. actually it's just, I don't want to get off target, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's basically the physician. It's the physician, the robot and the physician work together. So the physician still is, has controls, yeah. right? But the robot, the robots doing all of the procedures and all of the work, because just to simplify it, like if a physician has two cups of coffee before a a very, you know, important brain surgery, for example, they may mm -hmm. have a little bit of shake in their hands. Yeah. The robot takes that shake away. Mm. So, I mean, it, it just, it makes it so it's, you know, cleaner margins, the incisions are, are better, they're smaller, mm. quicker recovery time for the patient. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm seeing that with Carbus now, the people that try it, um, that's, those are probably, you know, our, that's, I mean, referrals is, has been great for us. Man, that's awesome. So uh, again, I, I did want to say, uh, I, I don't think I said this earlier. I know we said it off screen uh, before we recorded. I do this because I want to learn more and I just want to become a more informed and educated consumer. And I, I'm willing to try out any new service just to see how, how it goes and see yeah. if I like it. Yeah. I'm not doing this because I'm angling for some... Have, have you and I, in our DMs, have I at any single point asked... Hey, can I be sponsored by y'all or any money? No. There's no, there's nothing. There's none of that. This is no. all me just trying to learn more. And no, so the reason I appreciate it. It's been yeah. helpful. It's great. Yeah. I mean, no, I like literally that's this is the first time you've mentioned it right now. Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. So isn't it refreshing? Like I have no incoming agenda. I have no, I'm not like trying to say you must try Garbos, try uh, use promo code Denny and you're gonna get 30% off. Yeah. And and people who do that, that's fine. Cause I, you know, I have I have peop, uh, friends in the space who are who are going for sponsorships, and I I wish them well. Um, I guess I haven't really talked about it too much uh, on my own pod. Uh, as to, well, I talked about potentially doing things like that, but I was like, you know what? I think at this point, I'll I'll do a separate thing about it. But the great thing about this is this is not a rigid interview. We talked about ice cream. I'm about to talk to you about how you put your socks and shoes on. This is just like uh, this is just a. A podcast to just have fun and just kind of learn more i mean that's yeah. really my my end goal for this yeah no, so it's cool. fun yeah so um again like i i really appreciate you kind of agreeing to do this and I, I just want to see more i mean what i'm seeing from card boss again i haven't even done a single graded card yet with all of you but it's such an innovative idea it's interesting i think our our space needs more creativity and innovation from companies from content creators um, I mean, I could just go forever about the content that I'm seeing where I just feel like we could just do better and more. And so I see you doing that. And I, I was like, I want to learn more. I want to have him on. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate it. And make sure I'll send you one of these. 
Um, yeah. So, that, so for the people who are audio yeah. only, he was showing this, uh, what is it like a black it's like a, cardboard? It's a, it's a gray board. It's not a cardboard. It's actually like, imagine the consistent consistency of like a really thick dollar bill. So yeah. it's hard, it's hard to rip it or tear it. It's pretty durable. Mm -hmm. um, and it just provides instructions. So essentially what you do is you put your card inside of that white box mm -hmm. and then crop around the card. Okay. But you want it, it provides the instructions. The reason that this is important is when card boss, when folks aren't happy with card boss, it's because they're not taking the pictures the right way. Mm -hmm. And we have, if you go to the website, there's a video on how to do it. Um, but a lot of times people aren't taking the time to read the video. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, if you have a flat black background, that's the most important part. This just ensures um, that we're spot on. But there's times where I've had, you know, people will have a card that they're holding the card in their hand yeah. while they take the pictures mm -hmm. to try to grade it. And it's like, <laughs> it's, you know, you're covering up the edges. Yeah. Cover, yeah. It's just like, what, you know, I can't help you there. So the, the piece of uh, I don't know what you call it piece of paper that you, you showed had a had a white a very thin rectangular outline that I'm sure that is a two and a half by three and a half right because that's most standard cardboard. It's uh, it, it's a little bit larger than that. So so what okay. it is oh, is you, you've got this black board right, okay. and the white here. Let me grab a card real quick. Sure sure. Um. For the folks who are listening to the audio, I'm not going to pause it. I'm just going to say, I as he's grabbing a card, I want to go grab some ice cream. I am like starving now. Uh, Jenny's ice cream. Oh, God, if you could sponsor me. Your Bramble Berry Crisp is just so good. It really is. All right, Ryan's back. Oh, I said Ryan. Oh, my gosh. It's You know what? Ryan from Gemrate, he, uh, he's from the Cleveland area. And so when I think Ohio, I keep thinking – Sean, Sean, no, my, bro my brother's name's Ryan. So you're close. This is, this is uh good cover me. Thank you. So, so I'm going to, I'm trying to hold this up the best I can. So you can see it. Right. So see how the square itself is a little uh, bit larger than the card. Yes. I see it. The, the idea is to take a picture of the card, right. And then crop around the card close enough to where you can still see the entire card, mm -hmm. but you cannot see the white line which it's like super it. easy to do, right? I mean, it, gotcha. and, the, and the instructions are literally detailed. It tells you step-by-step. Step. Place the card inside the white box. Take the picture of the card. So um, if you do it this way, you know, you, you'll be good. But I mean, there's still there's still folks that if you have it on a flat black background and, and you do a nice job of cropping the card, but you don't mm -hmm. crop into the card. I see. Be fine. Sounds fantastic. I mean, again, these these phones we have are like, uh, I mean, I do all my content on these phones with cap cut, cropping, editing. So maybe someone like me, I, it's just a lot easier for me. But cropping is not that hard, uh, especially when you can just do it in like straight 90 degree angle uh, cuts. Um, so that's really great. I mean, you know, what's great is people aren't using their Canon Elfs and Kodak uh you know, single use disposable yeah. cameras, right? Like back in the day, like our cameras are so powerful that we can, you can see a speck of dust on, on a card. I mean, you can see a, you can see a skin, uh, you know, a, a pimp, you know, a pore, let's say pimple, but you could see like skin pores on people, you know, from taking a picture from like 10 feet away, like portrait mode. And so I, I just got to say, like, I mean, the technology is there. I mean, and it's, it's the proof is already there. I think again, I want to try it myself and see how it is, but 
uh, we're not talking about blurry, hazy, you know, uh, low res photos. No, no, it's it's and it's interesting when you have it on on the grade board, like like I just showed or on a clean black, flat black surface. Um, it's amazing. I mean, you you can see any type of corner issue. It, it, this actually reminds me, um, I've done this on, and I think we have it up on our website. We've put it up on social. I've had cards that were raw on eBay. You'll like this. Hmm. It, there's been, people are selling raw cards on eBay, right? Yes. And, and, I'll, and I'll see the card and I'll like it. And I'll think just visually quickly, it looks nice. And I, you know, all right, that's in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. So I'll DM that person and just the seller and say, hey, can you please take a picture of the card on a flat black background front and back and mm-hmm. send it back to me? You know, yeah. I'm a serious buyer because I wouldn't waste their time if I wasn't a serious buyer. You know, right. I want them to do it. Right. So then I'll actually take their images and run it through the app. Oh, my goodness. That's such a, a smart idea. I had a, um, um, I've done it a couple of times. I've done it with, did it with a 1987 Michael Jordan. Um, Card Boss gave it a seven. I, I bought it raw. Um, then I got the card. I, I graded it with Card Boss before I bought it, right? So I bought it raw. Then I sent it into PSA and, and, I, and it got a seven. I didn't sell that one. I just have it for my personal collection because I like it. Um, but there was, um, there was, I can't, I can't remember the year. It's on the website too. Um, I want to say like a 62, maybe something like that. Mickey Mantle that I bought raw. Um, and I had that, you know, the person had sent me, you know, a picture of the front and back and um, Carboss gave it a six. So I bought it at a good price and sent it into PSA and got, got a six. And I actually flipped around and sold that one and made like 600 bucks on it just for fun. Sean. You just blew my mind. I, I did not even think about running cards that you don't own for pre-purchase. Like this is genuinely me. Like this is not planned. I did not know this. You didn't. You, we had not even talked about this concept. But yeah. I love that idea. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, run I'm cards on eBay or any selling platform that are raw through your app, and potentially save yourself some major headaches. Yeah, so I can I'll show you I'll show you like real time. Um, I'm trying to look and see. Okay, so it was a 1960 tops Mickey Mantle. So I bought it on July 24th for $553. And then I I sold it Hmm. I got to go back and figure out where I can go to my solds, but I can't see, I can't see the ones. Anyway, long story short, I, I bought yeah. it. I sold it a couple months later after I got it graded and mm-hmm. made like five or 600 bucks on it. That's fascinating. I mean, so, so again, like this isn't for, I mean, this could be for anyone, flipper, investor, collector, uh, people, but basically people who are going or about to grade. I, I, I don't, I, could you imagine a scenario where someone uses your app without the intent to grade that particular card? What do you mean? So again, this is just a hypothetical. I'm just kind of thinking about it. It seems like your your app is meant for people who want to grade uh, that card and they just want to know before like a raw card review or pre-graded assessment. Mm-hmm. Is there 
could you foresee any utility for someone who isn't planning to grade that particular card? I mean, I guess maybe yeah. maybe, maybe it's it's too low, so I won't submit it for grading. It's too low. It, it, it's going to get an eight, so I'm not going to submit it for grading. So I guess that's the answer maybe or one of that, the answers. Well, there's a couple of answers to that. I mean, I think um, I think I think half the cards that get graded by Card Boss don't get submitted because what you're trying to do is rule out the cards that it's like, hey, you know, that Michael Jordan that I, that I, you know, mentioned, that's an older card. It's an 87. There's a lot of high value there. So it got a yeah. seven. So it's kind of worth sending in, but I, you know, the majority of the users are trying to use card boss to differentiate between a card that's an eight or nine or a 10. And that card's only worth me spending $50 to get graded and waiting three months. If it grades, if it's going to come back a 10 or it's going to come back a nine rather than an eight. So, you know, to, I, now that I understand your question, I think a lot of times, I, I look at myself, if you have, let's just say I had 20 cards that I wanted to send in a PSA and they're not running a special and, you know, it's because the prices move around a little bit. So it's going to take me a really long time to put together this, a submission for 20 cards, right? Like you got to fill out what every single card is. You got to pay the insurance and taxes and shipping and things like that back and forth. And if it's $50 a card, whatever it is. So you, let's say you had 10 cards, it would probably cost you. $650, give or take, to submit those cards uh, with insurance and shipping and stuff like that. But if you use Card Boss and you're able to rule half of those out that they're not going to get a grade that, that's good and you can see it in front of you, maybe you only send five in. So, you know, you've just saved yourself not only, you know, $325 or whatever the math is, but you've saved yourself a lot of time too. Because like for me, time's critical. Like I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't submit cards to PSA as much as I would like. Mm -hmm. mostly because it takes me forever to do it. <laughs> yes, same here. Filling in declared value and the description and, oh, yeah. gosh, yes. Yeah. Um, wow, uh, we're already past the oh, allotted wow. time that I said we would, time flies by, I'm, I'm telling you. when when Every time I record, whether I'm a guest or a host, just flies by. So we didn't even get to centering corners and edges, but maybe yeah. we don't, I mean... I mean, I can, I can run through, I mean, you know, just if you want to do it in 30 seconds, I can give you just a high level overview. I would love that. Yes. Thank okay. you. Yeah. So, I mean, when you submit a card, you're going to get, you'll get what we call a virtual slab where it's just going to be an image of the card. It's a PDF and it says nine on it. Right. And then you're also going to get what we call a grade report and it's going to break it down edge center surface corners for the front of the card and then below that, you're going to get those same four subcategories below the card. So you'll get individual scores for all eight sub or all four subcategories: four for the front, four for the back. But then you'll get, you know, a um, you know a final grade of hey, this card is a nine, or it's an eight, or it's a ten, or whatever it is. But yeah, so all four subcategories, similar to like Beckett, right? You you can buy a Beckett card and that's been graded, and you'll have an eight on edge, a nine on corner, a nine on surface and an eight on center. Ours will do something similar. Um, it just does it for the front and the back. So, so you, again, without secret sauce stuff, uh, the pre-grading, the, the assessment you guys do, it's also like the grading companies where you can't get more, like more than one digit above the lowest of the grades and all that type of thing. It's not like that. Okay. Um, like there's a, there's a, like a unique formula that we use. One of the reasons that it's like th that it's not like that is our centering 
it's almost impossible to get a 10 on centering from card boss because we do a 50 50 split. Like it's gotta be a perfect center. It's not going to get a 10. If it's 51 49, it's not going to get a 10. Whereas if it was 55 45 on PSA, for example, you'd probably still get a 10 for centering. Right. Right. Well, what about some of these car companies where they say you can be 90 10 or better in the back of the card and still get a gem mint. So long as everything else is like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of times you'll see Card Boss will give something an eight for centering on the front or the back, and the card will still come out a nine or a 10 as the final grade. But again, that all feeds back into the formula that we put together to try to factor all of that in. See, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad you uh, did the speed run and explained it that way because that, that's, that's really, hopefully, uh, uh, people who try your app will realize that's what's going on, where Again, your your calibration is you must be almost perfect 50-50, top, bottom, left, right. And yet, even if you're not and you get a lower subgrade for centering, you can still, like a real grading company, you can still gem gem mint that card. No so doubt. Happens that's, a lot. That's that's awesome. That's so awesome. So yeah. you're not you don't have uh, little elves with little rulers and protractors and all these uh, loops in the background. You just have your your app, your your patented technology that helps do this for folks. And um, I, I'm, I'm just, I genuinely cannot wait to, to try this out. I might have to use yeah. a special. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, yeah, yeah, we still have the doc specials up. Um, shout out to doc. I was going to do it. I'm doc. glad you did it. Yep. Daryl Garner, doc collectible. Shout out to doc. Shout he has a special. Do you want to explain the special to folks? Uh, yeah, so it's actually, you know, I just know we're, we're making a couple of changes, not to the grading or anything like that. But as you might imagine, as a small, still, you know, startup company, mm -hmm. we're constantly, you know, fixing just various things, making improvements, making changes. You know, you had mentioned just an email tweak that we need to make within the app. So there's little things that we're always <laughs> working on. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so the doc, the doc promotion is it's, it's actually, I, I know you're the one that just, when you just told me that was still up on the app, mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that it was actually still up on the app. It's not <laughs> supposed to be uh, because I never go into the, you know, I haven't gone to the app. So anyway, the, the, user doc, the, app. the docs welcome package is it's $89.99 for 50 mm -hmm. grades. Yes. But you can grade 50 cards for 90 bucks. Give it a, give it a try. See what you think. Um, you know, then the other thing that I would say is our, our subscriptions Mm -hmm. There's no, you're not locked in. Like if you wanted to buy, I, I had a guy that was like, Hey, I have a collection of about 900 cards. I want to grade. He mm -hmm. bought the, the largest package we have, which is a thousand cards. Mm -hmm. and he literally just blitzed through a thousand cards in a month and canceled his membership. Wow. So, I mean, you know, it's, it, we're not, you know, I'm not, I've always hated the companies. I think most companies are getting away from this. Like, I don't want to be mm -hmm. a company that like locks you into some type of an agreement. Right. Gotcha. You use the service and you like it, you can keep paying it. And if you want to cancel it, cancel it. So I'm looking at, so, so it seems like you're, you have four, five subscription bases, starter, mint, gem, mint, champion, commercial. And those start from $20 a month all the way to a thousand dollars a month. That's the commercial where like you can do. 2000 cards that comes out to, I guess, like to uh, like 50 cents a card, which again, but that's like a thousand dollars. But the docs welcome special. It's not a monthly thing. It's like 50 cards discounted price. So the, the, the dollar that's crossed out is a $125. So normally 50 cards would cost $125 a grade. 
where you're saying his special is ninety dollars. So again, that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and we, I, we put that together just to you know because we're you know Doc's a, a good dude and we wanted to put something together. He's been super helpful for card boss. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is yeah, and plus it's nice because I feel like some people you know. I can't explain that you know every time that hey this you we're not locking you into a subscription. Some people just they don't like the word subscription. Exactly. So this right. is just even though you can cancel anytime, we we have that package just so somebody feels like hey I, in case I forget to cancel or whatever it is, mm -hmm. then I'll just buy this one package. I got you know I can use you know grade fifty cards and that's a that's a you know gives you a good snapshot of 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 the app and you know fifty cards should give you an idea of you know whether you you want to keep using it. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And um, again, I'm not doing this for freebie. Like I if I believe in this company, which right now I got to say I do and I want to spend this uh, the $90 that's less than $2 a card. The thing that I really like, I think the selling point for me and again, for some people might be turned off by this because it may sound too infomercially. I get it. But for me, I'm just looking at it going, listen, um, if I mess up buying a card on eBay, and it can cost me several uh, well, I don't, I don't dabble in like the really, <laughs> really expensive stuff, but like, you know, if, if I think, uh, the, I want to buy to grade to flip, flip grade and flip. Um, and the difference can be like a hundred dollars. I mean, that's just one card where that difference is like that. So it could just pay for itself in just a one or two, uh, pre-grade assessments where I miss something, you know, on a, on a zoomed in scan on an eBay photo. So I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, in theory, it's the, it'll totally pay for itself because you'll yeah. either save money from sending. Yeah, you'll just you'll save you'll spend less sending cards to get graded. Right. You you, I think the grading companies want more cards to be graded, but I think that hurts the consumer. Where we all joke about this about how there's some base rookie prism cards that should never have been graded. There's some things that, you know. <laughs> There, there's some people who get sixes and sevens on things that, that they thought were going to gem. And we're not talking about cards from the 70s, 90, 80s, and 90s. We're talking about ultra-modern cards no where cards are being submitted. And whether they're looking at their cards while they've had some um, Jennies and bourbon or whether they didn't have their glasses on, like they're just submitting things. And it's just like, wow, like these, these cards are really out in the wild that yeah. – you know, whether it's the card value or the card itself, like just the condition itself never should have been graded. So that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, no doubt. It happens. I mean, I see, I mean, you see those cards that are on eBay that it's like a seven and it's for sale for and the final bids, like $11. Yes. Like, Dude, what a waste. Exactly. No, that's fascinating. So, um, you know, I'll definitely put my money where my mouth is and give this a shot. Um, cool. I'll, I'll spend my own $90 to, to, to try out this welcomes package because yeah, I will say, I think I like the idea of maybe like the, the a la carte because who knows if I'm going to be grading, you know, everything in one month, you know, with eBay sales. Cause I like to, I mean, I go through these weird binges where I'll, I'll go a long time without buying cards. And then in short spurts, I'm like, I'm just buying everything. Like it's like, I'm, I'm starving and I'm at the grocery store. I'm just putting everything in my cart. I know. So, so uh, I like this. This is really cool. Um, yeah. We are almost at a, a, an hour. I, I Ooh, wanted man. to try to keep it under 45 minutes. I fail miserably almost every time. Um, but is there anything, you know, anything else you'd like to add before we before I uh, press uh, end record on this? Uh, you know, just thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's obviously been great. We've exchanged some DMs. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. You know, I think for the people that listen or, or are watching, um, you know, anything that... I pride myself on being really responsive. So um, if there's 
if there's a request or somebody wants to have a grade board sent to them so they can, you know, use it when they're submitting cards or they had a general question, DM me on Instagram. The email is, is just team T E A M at cardboss.com. So um, yeah, just, you know, we'll be my, myself and then, and then days who helps me some, um, you know, we're, we're, we're all over it. So if anybody needs something, you know, we'll, we'll be right there. And Dace, I, I know from messaging is D A C E Dace, right? D A C E, yeah. Okay. Dace and, and Sean is S H A U N, right? Correct. And your Instagram handle is what again? Uh, like I said, Dace, it's Card Boss Grading for Instagram. Yes, I, get, I get I get Instagram and and Twitter mixed up, but it's Card Boss <laughs> totally. Card Boss Grading for Instagram, and then wow. for in the App Store. Uh, mm -hmm. Whether it's you know um, Apple or, or Google Play, if you type in Card Boss or or Card Boss Grading, it'll come up and you'll Got see it. So before I let you go, I did say in the recesses of my brain, I just realized I did say I wanted to ask you how you put your socks and shoes on. Are yeah. you someone who puts on both socks first and then your shoes on, or are you putting on your left sock, left shoe, right shoe? Like wh which which sock do you? first even put on do you even if you could just think about it from like a i see easy basis. i already know the answer i thought Go about ahead. it when you mentioned it earlier i put my Go right ahead. sock on then i'll put my left sock on then i put my right shoe on then i put my left shoe on you know i feel like that's going to be a majority of folks who are right-handed and i think that's that ha that's the only correct answer anyone else who answers differently um, I'm just going to have to uh, block you on uh, Instagram. So I'm assuming your, your approach is the same as mine to the socks and shoes? Well, I don't know who's putting on one sock and then one shoe on or who's putting on, you know, just these different ways. But it's interesting because this first started off with the first grader I did with uh, Craig from uh, Forensic Car Grading. Shout out to him. But we were talking about how people put on, you know, which corners are getting damaged uh, with the penny sleeves and top loaders. And, you know, uh, he even told me Pokemon uh, collectors put their cards upside down into a penny sleeve, which is wild to me. But for for this particular question, I did have to think really hard about it because I was like, what do I do? I always do it one way. Do I not? But I did think that, yeah, I am definitely the more I thought about it. And since then, I have I have like watched myself do it, which sounds so weird to say. But I put on right sock first, left sock and then my right shoe and my left shoe. Yes, yeah. that is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that is. It's like the only way. Yeah. So keep your shoes and socks clean and not uh you know ding ding free and dent free and uh cards as well um sean this has been fabulous uh thank you so much for agreeing to do this yeah um i i wish you nothing but the best with i wish i said that with every person i feel bad i didn't say that but i wish you nothing but the best with your company and uh your endeavors and thank you for just being a value add to the hobby and um you know, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. It was, uh, it was great to meet you. All right. Take care. Oh, one last thing. Can you say huru to our listeners in, I forget which country, but that's a goodbye in one of the countries that I mentioned earlier. Huru. Huru. Thank you. All right. Take care, Sean. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Car Diary by Javier Thompson. You can find the show's Instagram account at Hobby S. Thompson, all one word. And you can find my personal hobby Instagram account at Denny underscore cards. You can also reach me and the show via email 
at hobbysthompson at gmail.com. Please send any and all questions there if you do not have Instagram. Also, if you're able to rate or review this podcast in whichever platform you're listening to me on, I would very much appreciate that. Finally, wherever you are in your cardboard journey, I wish you well, and I am rooting for you. Remember, we all start at zero, and also do what you want, because unless this is a business or a main source of income for you, the hobby is supposed to be fun.